Hey there, everybody, everybody, everywhere. How you doing? I'm your host, LaKeisha Devils, coming to you live from We Are The Remnant. You know the reason why we are the remnant? Because Jeremiah 23, 3 says that God gathered the remnant of his flock out of the countries where he had driven them and he'll bring them back together again and they shall be fruitful and increase. So as your host today, I'm here to let you know that you are to be fruitful. You are to increase because you're the royal priesthood. He's made you to do exceedingly abundantly above all things that we could ever imagine or think. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show, but we'll be back after this. It's your host here, Lakeisha Nevels, and uh, well, first of all, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well uh, on this day. Get up, stretch, breathe, shout out to the mountaintops and let the Lord know how much you love them because you know what? You didn't have to be here on this side of the heavens today because you could have been up there uh, praising the Lord and, you know, away from your family and while of course we know that to be absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord uh, your family would miss you if you were gone and I'm sure you'd miss them but just give the Lord some praise and let them know that you're thankful that you're grateful to be able to spend yet another day with your family uh, before we start let's give God uh, just a little a little bit of reverence father we just thank you on this day we want to let you know that we love you we praise you you are worthy you are worthy and we know that there is nothing on this earth that we can do without you father god but with you we can do anything father we thank you lord god that we will remember on this day who we are in you and that we should always and forever come to you with thanksgiving with praise with with prayers, with questions, all of those things, Lord, because we know that you are guiding us, Father. We thank you for being Jehovah Jireh in our life, continuing to protect us and provide for us, Father God. We know, Lord God, that you are the one who is our source, our strength, our wealth gives us our well-being so on this day lord god we will remember to reverence you to praise you and to lift you up you are our king of kings and we thank you we give you praise on this day in jesus name we pray amen so you guys i just want to of course welcome you to we are the remnant (laughs) if you're 
first time listening, hello. Thank you for spending this moment with, with me here. And today our message is don't stop believing you guys. I don't want you to stop believing, believing in the promise that God has for you, believing in the 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 gifts that you have uh, to go forward and be in excellence with the dreams and the visions that he's shown you. Don't stop believing. It might have taken a while to get to where you are um, and you, 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 you just think that because it's been so long, the promise that God shared that he's not going to pull through, um, come through with what he said. But you know what, you guys, God's a, a, not a God that he would lie to you. And so therefore, because he won't lie, that's what Numbers 23 says, because he won't lie, everything that he said to you will come to pass. Actually, you know what? Let's actually take you to Numbers 23 so we can let you know exactly what God says. He said in Numbers 23:19 it says God is not a god a, not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent hath he said and shall not do it or have he spoke and shall not make it good your father in heaven's not going to tell you something that he will not you know, make happen for your life. And again, I say, it may not be where when we want it, because our timing is not God's timing, guys. But he's not going to withhold the promise for you. So when we come back, we're going to go straight on in and um, see what the Lord has for you. Okay, we'll be right back. We're back. We're back. So, of course, before I left, I'll let you know that we're going to be talking about don't stop believing. So how many of you guys, of course, I can't see your hands raised, <laughs> but how many of you have come to a thin line and have come to, you know, the last the last straw? And you know what? You're like, I've been waiting on God's promise. I am tired. I really don't understand how it hasn't happened for me yet. Like why things have not happened. And you're just done. You you think that God is not going to fulfill the promise. I mean, like for me, um, I thought by now I would have been married. <laughs> I thought that it, it, things would be just a little bit different. I actually thought that I was going to be a singer. And God knows that maybe the day will come. Who knows? But I just thought that by my 20s, I mean, we, we all have these 
uh, visions of when it should happen, when our, our purpose shall come to pass, all of those things, I thought it would be earlier. And here it is. I'm in my early 40s and it hasn't come yet, but you don't stop believing. <laughs> so you know what? I understand that you, you may be tired, you may be frustrated and all of those things. But with, today I'm going to share with you, you know, at least two two different people in the Bible who had to wait on the promise, like who had to and still believe God's word, even in spite of what they were going through. Um, we look at Job in the Bible and Job, while he was a good man, you know, sometimes we think that just because we're good and and we do good and we give and we you know feed the homeless or clothe the sick um feed the homeless give shelter to the sick you know give clothes to those in need we think that just because we do those things sometimes that we don't have to go through and that we're going to get what we want when we want it <laughs> that that's the that's what the thought process sometimes we have is because, you know, we're doing everything right or what we think is right. And it just hasn't come yet, you know, but in the book of Job chapter one, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you what might happen because you know what? We might be tested. Give me, we might be tested. Um, during the waiting process and it's not easy because you're going through all of the storms and the rain and whatever else we go through and yet you think that you're not supposed to go through while you're waiting and you just wonder like well why am I going through this why haven't things happened yet what's going on but let me tell you something, you might go through the storm and the rain, you might be tested and tried before you get all of the things, all of the promises, but stay firm, stay strong, because it it's just building your character. It's just letting you, you know, have the patience really to wait. But let me talk to you about how in Job, um, in Job, pretty much God just gives, um, the devil authority to, you know, kind of like I, the word would be torment, <laughs> torment Job. Um, and yeah, he was tormented pretty much. He, the devil had asked God, it's going to be in chapter 17. You, I mean, is it chapter 17? It's Job chapter one. Um, and basically the devil's going to and fro. He's looking for people to, you know, he, he's looking for people to come, come mess with. And God asked Job, Hey, have you considered my, I mean, God asked the devil, I, I'm sorry. Have you considered my servant Job? And so, so listen, you guys, sometimes the things that we go through, you know, even though God's not going to allow any more on you than you can bear. But sometimes the thing that we go through is testing our faith because you know what? At the end of it all, God's going to 
bless you in multitudes, you guys. So Job lost everything. I'm just paraphrasing this because I really want to focus on some another person who had to wait but Job lost everything he he was stricken with sickness all of those things simply because of the devil but in the end he re, he he regained more than what he lost he had more than than the things that he lost his health was restored you know his faith became even stronger because of the fact that he would not stop believing that he would regain his health back. He would get everything back because he served a God who would bless him with all of the things he lost, right? And and in the book of Job, he, like his wife, told him, you know, Job, just, just, curse God and die because you're sick you're you're on your last limb and Job said no lady (laughs) you guys I'm paraphrasing no I won't curse God because I know the God that I serve so in your waiting and in all of the things that you're going through your ups your downs your trials your tribulation don't curse God don't give up because you know what God's going to come through for you, okay? So as soon as we come back, I'm going to share really, you know, the stories in which I wanted to talk about so that I can tie this all down and you guys will really understand why it's so important not to give up, not to stop believing. All right, so I'll be right back. we're back we're back I'm Lakeisha your host here at we are the remnant and again we're talking about how we should not stop believing don't stop believing um, when you're waiting on God's promise that he promised you and so we're gonna take it straight from the beginning of our times (laughs) straight from Genesis you guys and today we'll be talking about pretty much Abraham and Sarah how they they really had to continue to believe in spite of what God, you know, believe God's promise in spite of what they were going through. And so we're going to start off, um, start off here in chapter 12, because I want to, you know, show you the beginning and build it up to the end. Okay. (laughs) So in chapter 12, the Lord said to Abram, get thee out of thy country 
and from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show thee and I will make thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless thee that bless and I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee and in thee shall all of the families of the earth be so God is telling Abraham well his name wasn't Abraham at that time but God is telling Abram at the time go to a different land I want you to go to a different land and um, a land that I take you to and I'm gonna bless you right and so you know sometimes God will tell you get up and go somewhere but you know what, in, the, in, in his instructions and in telling us, we jump ship, we do our own thing. Uh, like I told you about, um, we'll, we'll, I don't know what it is about us, but just like a child to a parent, a parent will tell the child to do something and you might have, that parent might have to tell the child to do something 50 times. I'm not, I hope you're not having to tell your ch- your your child 50 times. But <laughs> I like to elaborate a lot. But the parent will tell the child a few times to do something. And the child doesn't do it. So, of course, you know, there's reprimand, you're, you're reprimanded. Um, and it's, it's like when God told, um, now I can't even think, who was in the belly of the well? Uh, Jonah (laughs) it was like when God told Jonah hey Jonah go go to the land that I tell you to go to I need you to talk to these people and Jonah had his own plan he was like oh no you know (laughs) he he escapes and and goes off to a ship and excuse me and when he escapes you know that night on the ship all of a sudden there becomes ruckus out there in the ocean you know the ship is going up and down there's a lot of and the people on the ship is wondering you know what what's going on why is the ship tossing to and fro and it's because because the fact that Jonah did not do what God said to do so he's causing he's now causing everybody on the ship to be tossed back and forth and they're like oh no see you need to figure out what you about to do but what you won't do is be having us on this ship about to die because you didn't do what God said to do and so I want to tell you that in your waiting God may tell you to do something and it's your responsibility just to do it because you know what like Jonah you know, causing all the ruckus on on that ship, and the people in the sh- in the boat, the ship, whatever, they they toss end up tossing Jonah out, and he ends up in the belly of a well. And just like that situation, when you don't do what God told you to do in your waiting process, or whatever the case may be, you could be affecting everybody around you. Because, you know, you may be selfish or whatever the case may be, but your obedience is tied to somebody's blessing, y'all. And so just like when the Lord tells them to go out, tells Abram Abram at the time to go out to a land, he's going to bless them in. He had to do what God said he's going to do. 
And so they went off to the land that, you know, God spoke of. And in this land, God comes to, um, God comes to Abram and says what he's going to do for him. So if we go to Genesis 15, chapter 1. Um, well, I'll share with you what God says he's going to do with Abram or for Abram. Um, it says in chapter one, after these, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what will thy give me? Seeing I go childless and the steward of my house is this Eli Eleazar, Eleazar of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, no one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the God in the whole Behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This shall not be twine heir, but he that shall come forth out of twine boughs shall be thy heir. So, basically, God is coming to Abram and saying, You know what? Um, you'll have an heir, but Abram's like, Lord, you haven't given me a son or a daughter or a child. You, you haven't given me that. So, what's up? <laughs> pretty much and God is telling him that I will give you a child okay and so when we come back from the break we'll go over the rest because uh, he's gonna get his promise you guys we'll be back And we are back, you guys. I'm Lakeisha Nevels here for We Are the Remnant. Now, let's continue on, shall we? And, of course, like I said, in chapter 15 of Genesis, God lets Abram know that he's going to give him a child. And at this time, I didn't go through, but at this time, when he when God tells Abram to go to that land, he was about in his late 70s, around 75, all right? So let's just remember that because it's going to be used to show you exactly how long sometimes the wait can be that you God will promise. And so now in chapter 16, it says, Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children, and she had a handmaid, an Egyptian whose name was Hagar. And Sarah said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. 
and Abram hearkened the voice of Sarah and Sarah and Sarah Abram's wife took Hagar her maid the Ethiopian I mean the Egyptian after Abram had dealt with 10 years and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife and he went unto Hagar and she conceived and when she had saw that she had conceived the mistress was despised in her eye had despised in her eyes and Sarah said unto Abram my wrong be upon me I have given my maid unto thy bosom unto thy um and when she saw that she had conceived she, there, she was despised in her eyes and the Lord judged between me and thee and so even though God had said to Abram that he was going to give that man and his wife a child <laughs> the wife goes and takes it upon herself because she was tired of waiting she was still without the promise she goes before the Lord and how often time how often do we do that as humans how often do we in our impatience <laughs> go before the Lord and do whatever we want to do to try to push the process I mean when we do that we ultimately mess up we we stand in our way sometimes of getting the blessing because of the fact that we're impatient to wait for the blessing and so I'm going to paraphrase the rest of this Hagar the the maid does end up having Abraham's son who they call Ishmael and God lets them know Ishmael wasn't the one that I promised <laughs> Ishmael was not who I said would be, you know, the inheritance of everything. But in our wrongdoing, you guys, one thing I can surely say is that while God may be upset with us, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called by his purpose. That's what Romans 8 28 says. And so while they messed up and stepped out of line and did their own thing, it still ends up working out because God said, you know what? Sure, Ishmael was not who I had planned for you, but I'll still bless him, you know, and give him the multitude and things like that. But he's not the promise. I have someone else for you and indeed you know God will sh God shares with them <clears throat> excuse me God shares with them who he has and so again sometimes we go before the Lord but there's more like if you just wait for him don't stop believing and be patient man I tell you there'll be much better for us and so let's go to Genesis chapter 17, um, verse 1 through 7. And it says, and when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the mighty God. Walk before me 
and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between thee, between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall my name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee, and I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee, and I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee, in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thee and to thy seed after thee. And so what that's saying is God is saying, you know what? Okay, you did what you did, you and Sarah, you know, y'all did y'all's own thing, but God always comes back. So when he tells you to do something and you don't do it, just like when he told Jonah, um, you know, to go tell his people something, but Jonah refused and did his own thing and caused the havoc um, in the boat and ends up in the belly of the well. After Jonah's like, oh, you know, Lord, I don't want to be in here no more. All right, I give up. <laughs> God then tells Jonah, okay, now I'm going to tell you to do this again and you need to go back and do it. So just like he did Jonah, he did to Abram. He said, I'm going to tell you my covenant again. I'm going to give you and your wife a child. I didn't, I didn't go back on the covenant. And so now remember that he first told Abram at the time before he, Lord, renamed him in his 70s that he was going to give him, you know, his own seed, his child. And now here it is. Now he did, of course, have Ishmael, but Ishmael was not the promise, the original promise. But in at 90 and 99, <laughs> so at 99 is when God comes back. You see, sometimes we hold ourselves up because we're so busy in a hurry. Think of the time that he lost because he and Sarai went before God. So I tell you today, don't go before God because we're losing time. That's 20 years of time in between the first time that God said I was going to do this. You know what I'm saying? So let's stop going before God. All right. And let's do the do what he says to do in the beginning. You guys, I'll be back after this to let you know how it all ends. All right. We'll be back.
we're back, we're back, we're back. I hope you're enjoying the show because I enjoy coming to you every single time to give a word of hope and God's instructions or love or whatever it's needed at the time it's needed. Again, I'm your host, Lakeisha Nevels here at We Are The Remnant. And so let's continue on, you guys. We are still in Genesis. We're at chapter 15 now. And God said unto Abram, as for Sarah, thy wife, thou shalt not call her Sarai, but call her Sarah, shall her name be, and I will bless her and give thee a son also for her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations, kings of people shall be of her. And Abram and Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said, in his heart shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old and Sarah that is 90 years old. And Abram said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. And God said, Sarah, thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed. And shall thou, and shall thou call him Isaac and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him and as for Ishmael I have heard thee behold I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceeding so you see again I say when I said that all things work together for those, for the good of those that love the Lord and who are called for his purpose, you guys. So even though, like I said, back when they were named Sarai and Abram, even though they stepped out, went before the Lord and, you know, had Abram have a child by another woman, God didn't hold that against him. And he's still and he's still going to bring nations through Ishmael. But he said that he was promising he had a covenant between Abraham, now Abraham and his wife, Sarah. And so you guys I also want to point out to you that sometimes when we do wrong and we have to come back to the Lord, you know, you might have backslidden. You might have done a few things. You might have been in sin and realized, you know what? I don't want this life. God will make you new in the transition. He'll call you a new name. You become a new person. I mean, I'll give you an example of my life. For so long, people would call me Keisha. Um, And I never really cared for it, but whatever. You know, people give you nicknames. And that's what it was. I was Keisha. But, you know, when I became closer to the Lord and, you know, more, you know, just begin to do what he said to do, I noticed that people began to call me LaKeisha, which is my name, um, instead of Keisha. So it was Keisha Less and LaKeisha now. And so that's just a reminder of how it is, even though I was born, of course, Lakeisha. But I say that to say that in in everything, God will make you new while you're waiting. 
you know when he's promising the promise he will make you new and that goes back to like job job went through all of the torment and torture torture and losing everything but at the end god made him new again he restored things to even greater than what he had before and so that's what i say to you you guys god fulfilled the promise that he said he would we just have to be patient enough to believe in the promise and so from the time that god first spoke about the promise like i said abraham abraham was around 75 he had ishmael at 86 years old but he had the promise the covenant who was isaac when he was um or he was reminded again of the covenant when he was 99 and of course he had his son when he became a hundred and so what i'm saying you guys if if you do the math that was a 25 year difference and while we don't like to wait 25 years or we don't even like to wait a day (laughs) we i'm just telling you guys don't stop believing You know, I know the Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. But you guys, when when we get that very thing that we're looking for, it becomes a tree of life. And if we if we know anything about a tree, when it begins to sprout out at first, we don't see anything happening. When you plant a tree, you don't see the results of the tree. But as it begins to grow it becomes life and so yes you're the very thing whatever you were hoping for if you don't get it your heart becomes sick but i'm telling you don't let it become sick because soon after you get that thing you will become the tree of life meaning you will you your life will spring forward you'll get the joy you'll have the 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 hope won't be deferred any long you'll have the strength to press forward you'll 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 have the the happiness that you you know thought you'd have if you just wait on the lord you guys if you just believe in his promise if you just don't stop believing and so that's my word for you today you know it may seem like it's taking a long time whatever it is it may seem like it's taking a long time but don't lose hope you guys don't stop believing in God's promise because it won't be that much longer. Just hang in there. Try not to go before God because as we see, you know, when we do things, we mess it up. But when God does a thing, oh man, I tell you, it's great. It, it's done with ease and it's done purposefully. You know what I'm saying? So you guys, I'm going to end this with a prayer because I really want you to stay firm. I really want you to stay strong during your waiting process because it's not going to be much longer. That thing, that promise, the blessing that you've been waiting for will come to pass. And just remember, like I said, 
that our God is not a God that he shall lie, nor is he that God that he would have to repent. So he's going to fulfill the very promises that he shared with you. Just, you know, go back to him and ask him about it again. Ask him, is there anything that you can do to, you know, make the process go faster. (laughs) He's your father. There's nothing that you can't ask him that he won't give you the answer for. Whether, you know, in a vision, in a dream, or through another person, or through you. But he has you. He has us all. So Father God, we just thank you on this day. As I close out, I pray that your people will have the strength to endure, the strength to wait on the promise. Lord, let not their hearts grow weary in well-doing, but give them strength like only you can. I thank you that your people shall be blessed and receive the promise. And Lord God, I, I, I pray that they will glorify you when it happens. I give you all the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. All right, you guys, it's been a blessing. I love you. I love you. I love you. Listen, go out and be great, okay? (laughs) Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing in everything that we do. I love you so much. Hey, um, if... If you don't have a church home, find one. And if you're a first-time listener and you don't know God, all you got to do is say, Lord, I accept you. I know that I can't make it without you. I surrender my all and I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. And if you said just that little thing, you are now in the kingdom of heaven, okay? You are now one of God's children. And so... I just want to thank you guys for listening, for continuing to listen. You could be anywhere, but you chose to be here because you know what? We are the remnant. You guys have a blessed day. Love you. Bye. Attention, attention, attention. We Are the Remnant is looking for artists, Christian and gospel or inspirational artists to showcase your music. If you have music that you'd love to get on air, please email allmusic to ms.lnevels at gmail.com. That's ms.lnevels at gmail.com. We'd love to showcase your music and don't forget to put who you are what your music is and where our listening audience can find you today's show is brought to you by apply to get insurance.com that's apply the number two get insurance.com visit them today because they're helping you the listeners to start to create your legacy through life insurance because you never think you're going to need it until it's too late so help your family now and visit apply to get insurance.com that's apply the number two get insurance.com you enjoyed today's episode make sure to subscribe and leave us a review thanks for listening 